You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 140. I would like you to give us the opening line for our game today. If you'd be so okay. kind as to repeat how we ended the previous session. Okay. Baron Mulder, Cleric of Moradin. Right. Okay. Got the line. <laughs> Moradin, if it be thy will and the will of thy child, return the breath of life to Barvik. And how does this look when ba- actually, you know, what happens immediately is uh, the warmth of the forge of Morden himself fills the room as each of you feel the hair on your arms stand on and as Barvik <coughs> coughs and sputters, leaning to the side as a globule of dark, uh, deep brown blood splurts out onto the ground uh, uh, and he lets out some ferocious coughing as Aurora leans down next to him, putting her arm around him and says, Are you alright? Are you alright? You're here in the sewers. It's okay. We gotta get out of here. And then she looks up to the group. Like, uh, like raising her eyebrows like, Right? <laughs> Aye, we got what we came for. Let's make haste. At the moment, uh, uh, just now to set the scene just a little, at the moment, there are no... um, The the only enemy combatant is the Thunder Tortoise, the still polymorphed Thunder Boar, who has has hopped backwards a couple of uh, giant frog hops as uh, as Igror has lain lain slain on the ground as it... uh, and then it turns its head and is starting to hop towards uh, the hallway that it had originally come from in boar form. It is a I like the idea that... Sorry, it is not a frog, so it's not hopping. It's a hopping tortoise. <laughs> it's I like the idea that... It's ambling. Uh, uh, Grumbar is new to, to Polymorph, so he did get just a little bit of frog in their bags. <laughs> it's just... It's a hoppy. It's They're... a hoppy tortoise. The, the tortoise kind of like happy? scurries along, but also just kind of like hops forward <laughs> as it walks. Out. I mean, yeah, the boar, involuntarily. The boar can, also hasn't been a tortoise before. Yeah, anyone stop that tortoise? Uh, <clears throat> if we, <clears throat> I vote we get going. If we damage it, or I end the spell, it turns back into that monster. Then let's follow that dwarf and he points to the uh, the gate through which the other dwarf passed to exit the building. Mock said uh, agreed but a moment to search our foes for information and perhaps leave some information as well. Belva he wants wants to to say like say 
let let's see how far these reinforcements are from arriving at us and he kind of inviting perception checks or people to use abilities to gather what information they can assessing time is what he wants to do <laughs> belva belva walks up as as Mach is suggesting this and says uh that's about time someone had a good idea around here and she bends down and she takes the crossbow out of this guy's dead hands and she picks up and turns it a little bit and goes oh yes <laughs> <laughs> and she looks to uh, she looks to mock and then she toes the the corpse and says well I've had it I've who's got watching? what I came for. Who's doing what? Mock is searching the body. What's everyone else doing? I assume Mock is searching the body. Yeah, Baron is... Uh, Barbic only has one hit point at this moment, so Baron is bolstering that a little bit. He's All going right. to cast... Uh, well, hmm, I could do prayer of healing if we're going to be here a while, but I don't know that we're going to be here a while. Ten minutes? We're going to be here less than ten minutes. Yeah... Uh, he casts, uh, puts his hand on Barbic again and says, Moradin, uh, return the breath, er, bolster the breath of life of my ally as he casts Cure Wounds at a second level. Boom. Uh, so that's going to be here. I think I can do that. It's in here, can I? Let's see. Spells. Level two. He can always snack on a few good berries, too. No, we can't. Never mind. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those those good berries have gone very stale since uh, since Scrim handed bad. them to you. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. He at gets all. fourteen hit points. So he's no longer at one hit point. Marcelo says, "Son Lenore, I am injured as well." You got any healing to spare? Sure. Uh, Can we say uh, Rob might be a good candidate for looking out? Or is that something we shouldn't use? As he then puts forth his hand and casts the spell once more on uh, Masimo. Okay, Eric, what was your question? If Rob would be a good candidate for looking out, he's got the skill set, and he is here. Didn't know if that was something we want to use. Sure, yeah. Rob is Rob is looking out. Um, I like. That. I don't know if you want to help with the roll, or we should roll. Yeah, uh, Massimo will tell Rob. Rob, friend, find out how much time we have before reinforcements arrive. Give me a perception I check. I will for look Rob. ahead. Really? You know if he's yeah. good at that. I can give you mine. He's probably at least as good as me. Wow. Pretty solid roll. Greg, Massimo's going to head uh, the towards oh, the other gate as There's well. There's a 17 plus whatever Rob's was. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, okay. Um, I rolled yes. my perception, in case you don't know what Rob's perception is. Mine is pretty uh, good. 
Yeah, we, we do know what his is. Um, he, his character sheet's right here, because he's in the field. You guys can all access it, right? Oh, really? Like, yeah. can't, can't you select him and double-click him and stuff, yeah. just like everyone else? Apparently I can. Yeah. I haven't so he has a plus five bonus. Oh, um, on the carousel. Oh, weird. So he's passive. Oh, he, he, must have, uh, he must have that thing that um, Drewston has. Observant. He does, because oh. his passive is 20. Um, anyway, so yeah, he gets 21. Massimo, or, or Rob reports back. What's his voice? I can't remember his voice. A little bit like, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, a, I'm a dwarf who speaks a little bit a little bit quick, a little under my breath. I speak a little bit quick. He says, they're gathering quickly. We've been in here for a while. They'll be here. Uh, he says, I don't think we have more than a minute or two. As you, then, if you remember, you remember them. You hear or you heard them coming towards you actively yes. um, as the fight was. Massimo is heading towards this gate to peer through and see if there's any giant monsters waiting therein. All right. Uh, as Massimo heads on over there, roll a uh, perception check, please. Perception. That's five. Terrible. That's not so great. But uh, Massimo heads on over, takes a look down, looks empty and quiet and totally safe to Massimo. Looks it great. is clear, but there is blood in my eyes. <laughs> uh, Belva. Oh, you were uh, grabbing. You were grabbing the the his crossbow. Uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to take that turn if we were still in turn-taking, so... We're not in turn-taking, I'm asking what everyone's doing right now. Oh, okay, well, I took... I have the crossbow now. Right, okay, so getting the getting the crossbow... So that, that's what you're doing in this moment. Yeah, I, I remember now that you already said it. Uh, okay. Grumbar. And loot, probably. Um, that's... Yeah. Eric is doing that. Yeah. Grumbar is, uh... And I'm getting the camera. Um, I actually might buy that streaming box. Just again. Um... Grumbar is specifically uh, trying to uh, not overexert himself or more specifically over-distract himself, um, which would break his concentration on uh, on the old oh, uh, right. turtle, uh, tortoise. Um, so he's kind of just like, he's focusing on the tortoise as he moves in the direction that he hears, hears that we're going. Um, the duration of the spell is an hour, so we're not worried about the time limit running out running out about that but he's keeping his head on the swivel because he doesn't want to get picked off doesn't want to get shot by doesn't want to get ambushed and then uh and have our plans really uh turned upside down if that uh, thing comes back um doesn't want the turtle to trip on something fall over hit his head and come and pretend a bore i i was tempted to go over there and like try to guide it or calm it down but actually he's just basically moving with the group and he's saying come on we gotta go we gotta go <laughs> Uh, and I would specifically like to ask uh, if Aurora is doing anything. Um, or more specifically, what was her reaction to her dad coming back from the she, dead? Right now, it's, uh, um, she is, she is holding, like, got the shoulder offered to her father as she is, uh, she is helping him get out of there as Aurora and Barvik are together heading uh, with Massimo down towards the corridor. And uh, yeah, Grumbar. Uh, uh, Grumbar will head down. We'll head that way, and um, is eager to get out of here before whatever happens to that boar happens. 
Uh, you hear as as you're heading uh, as, as they're heading past Grumbar just hears uh, hears Barvik saying with a strained voice, uh, although not as strained because Baron gave him some good uh, magical healing. Um, with a strained voice, he's just kind of saying to Aurora, "It says you shouldn't have come. Put yourself in danger." As uh, as he's like limping that way, she doesn't know what he what he doesn't you know. Don't know what she's me, been up Dad. to. He doesn't know what she's been up to. Uh, cool. Uh, don't be a bad. So, dad. give me a um, a search check. A That'd be a perception check for the old. Uh, uh, I'll give you a search check for good old for good old sake. Let's see. Uh, ooh, that's better than I would have thought. <laughs> 21 for Mock. Quite excellent. Yeah. Um, Mock does find some treasure. Ooh. Ooh. Is this going in the quartermaster or is this going in Mock's pocket? Quartermaster's well, not the quartermaster here. These days? Well, right now we're talking about no. what he found, so we'll start with that, and it is. I clicked the roll button and it didn't do anything. Please work. Oh, a live treasure roll? That's pretty cool. Me like it. No! No! Let me check something. What if it's something that's... This is, this is the most Dan white moment you've had in your life, Greg. Let's give I it know. The, the, the respect it deserves. It's the most what What's moment? It? The most Vanna white. We're like... <laughs> Someone makes a guess, and you get to go and turn it over while the whole world watches. Do they have eyes? Are there, are there consonants, vowels? Vanna White. Something from... drenched in lore, and Mock has to decide whether or not he tells Dresden about it. I set this up. I set this all up, and I... Maybe he'll just repay Atlas. himself for past crimes at the Golden Oak. Maybe we'll it's just an... run it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Never neither here nor there, though. We're in the moment. This book is an atlas of strange creatures from lands unheard of. Yeah, exactly. So if I click roll, it's supposed it's to... It's good for rolling cigars. <laughs> Justin opens the book and a, a page falls out and flips open. He goes, <laughs> Look at all this. Still look at all this working. glossary. What is going on? I I'm going to do a little RP. Because I need to do anyways while you work on that, Greg, if you don't mind. Yeah, you go for it while I try to get this to work. Thank you. So as he's rifling through pockets and grumbling about how, you know, r- really just kind of like, you've seen this behavior before. Mock's just like grumbling about idiot behaviors of enemies and how like they had to pay the iron price for, you know, for for lack of reason. Now how Mock tends to justify murder from time to time. And he, but then as he, as he kind of stops, he looks up to Baron and he says, Baron, I feel we should leave a message for, for Amberhelm. Uh, that comment about Kundrakar, I, I feel it's one of his agents. Enough with this skullduggery in business. We should call him out. We should use this body to send a message straight to him. And then he says, curses. Where's Scrim? Uh, Berjan. Where are they when you... Baron, what do you think? I don't... If you want to send a message to Amberhelm, I can send him a sending tomorrow. He says, I... But I don't just want to send words. I want to send a message. Uh, what do you mean? Leaving he a message on the dead body of one of will have uh, the impact that I want. Baron gestures to the dead bodies of his agents. 
Yeah. Like, didn't we not kill him, cousin? Aye. <laughs> Your cousin seems a little there's, soft. There's, there's a, there's a certain, uh, she says, salesmanship in what I'm presenting, what I'm proposing here. But I'm wondering if you think it's 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 the right time to make demands of Amberhelm. I'd like to call him out and tell him to contact us. What do you think? Uh, you you, you may want to see what you find on the body because um, it may affect your. Uh, Ah, okay. Uh, what's here? So let me start with the not rolling thing. Um, gotcha. Let me start with the story thing you find while okay. I try to figure out. You should erase that. We should erase the blood message. Uh, I just, yeah, I just realized it, it, it could affect. So, please. Amidst some coinage and perhaps more that Mach, uh is able to swiftly uh, find the find the valuables, leave the chaff. That's that's the right word, right? Uh, Cut, cut out the uh, cut out the useless parts. Ch -ch -ch -ch, grab the uh, valuable parts of his gear. He finds a a uh, half rolled up, half crumpled up uh, piece of parchment with a torn top, as if it was uh, as if it was affixed to a wall and uh, ripped off of it. You know, there's like a little tear where the where it affixed would be. Like on a calendar, or maybe a knife in the, in the door. And what you see. Is a somewhat familiar sight. Actually, there are lots of familiar sights on this parchment. <laughs> you see an official document from the Forge Keepers. The Forge mm. Keepers, of course, Mock and Bairn and uh, Mock. Any any dwarves certainly uh, here, and pretty much anyone that has dealt with dwarves on the Forge Coast are likely to know the Forge Keepers. Uh, they just happen to have not been mentioned in our game up till now, but that's just a weird coincidence. Um, yeah, 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 we talk about them twice a week. They just are not yeah. part of the main plot it's line. Just, you know, it just hasn't come up in casual conversation. It's been a long time. There's a lot of things you know that you don't talk about. Yeah, exactly. So the Forge Keepers are a, um, are a multi-hold investigative and enforcement agency uh, that all of the seven holds of the Sword Coast have signed into the uh, the pact um, to essentially collectively fund and uh, and be under the jurisdiction of the Forge Keepers. And what the Forge Keepers Charter is is, Interpol. To, is to investigate matters um, that are a threat to dwarven kind. It is essentially a it is a crossing all political boundaries. They mm. uh, they come in when the matter at hand is uh, you know is a threat to is a threat to dwarves as a whole. It is main, Sword Coast is is their is their, what is where they operate. Real but, dwarves, but dwarven Real kind dwarves. in general, but especially dwarves Real. of the Sword Coast. When something is larger than just one hold, when something is uh, that big, they are involved. So the little pieces of parchment carry a lot of weight, you know. Decades can go by where no one, uh, where, where no one sees one of these pieces of paper. But the forge keepers are well known. There's a summit that occurs every year, um, rotating between the seven holds, where anybody. It's a summit of the uh, leadership of the forge keepers show up, where anybody, any dwarf, can bring uh, can bring matters. Uh, before the forge keepers for consideration to be something that they maybe should investigate. Um, they are a well-respected, well-respected investigative agency. And on this official communication that holds the official seal, which any dwarf could see as genuine, 
at a glance. It says, uh, I didn't write the exact thing, but it says, uh, you know, uh, by order, the Forge Keepers, boilerplate, boilerplate. Uh, um, it says, the, uh, the dwarf known as uh, the dwarf, the exiled dwarf known as Drustin Green, uh, or the Green Wizard. That's what you called, right? <laughs> green Wizard. Mm-hmm. That's what the he's. The self-titled he calls himself. It says alias. It says AKA the Green Wizard. Uh, it says wanted for matters of uh, of treason and uh, and con- well, what's the word? Conspiracy. Conspiring, but that's the. I'm trying conspiracy? to find the right thing. And conspiracy. Thank you. That was hard. Uh, and conspiracy uh, and conspiracy against uh, all dwarven kind. Uh, and then big picture. What, go ahead, Eric. I think it's sedition, the word you're looking for, maybe. Uh, that might be it, too. There's, there's a lot of words on there. There's a lot of claims okay. of, uh, uh, of crimes. They're all very, each one has a death sentence attached to it. And there is a large picture. Uh, a large illustration of what is unmistakably your pal, Drustin Green, and then smaller illustrations below it of Mock, Bairn, Bearjaw, um, Scrimcorn, and uh, who am I missing? Oil Vein. Oil Vein. And Oil Vein. And it says, uh, last seen traveling with, uh, uh, with this party of adventurers. Warning considered uh, uh, considered extremely dangerous, and nice. um, it says Good any job, uh, any tips uh, any tips submitted to the forge keepers will be uh, will be that can be acted upon substantiated will be significantly rewarded uh, with both coin and honor. Was Sounds Gr- like was Grumbar in that picture? <laughs> Grumbar yeah, is an it? honest, an honest turtle who has no dealings officially with such kind of miscreants as, Grum- as named. Grumbar is not not in the picture. No, <laughs> I think Grumbar <laughs> thinks he should be in that picture. Grumbar thinks that he can make some quick cash with a phone call to the. <laughs> Time to make some money. He's he's got a short life and he wants to live well. I got a hot tip for you. So, as Mock glances over this, yeah, implications wash over immediately. He's unimpressed, but also unsurprised that honorable, honorable organizations such as the Forge Keepers would maintain and engage in dealings with low life such as the Sons of Iron in order to kind of like forward these missions, right? It'd be poor statecraft to just dis- dis- disregard their resources simply on the merits of like principle. However, it is a pretty unsavory thing to find these agents so deeply embedded in in the Sons of Iron. This is the first thought that goes through Mox. The, uh, the, uh, to, to, to be clear, this is torn off a wall, right? It was affixed yeah. to a wall. So th- this is a parchment that was pulled off the wall. Like little right. Jimmy this could have This guy is not a forge keeper. You, you oh, called this an agent like embedded, poster. and I'm saying this was a wanted poster pulled off of a wall. Gotcha, this is a, a wanted. Very good. If this is if this is clearly a wanted poster. Yes. Then that's yes. fine. It is okay, a wanted yeah, poster yeah. with some official yeah, fanfare yeah. due Tor- to being. Tor- 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 I, I still had the impression that this was a rare thing, but no, this is this is something that's been win widely. Okay, got, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, what I was saying was rare was no, no. Uh, was a wanted. You know this. This. It's rare that they have noticeable. those things go out, but yeah. now that it's out, it's it's widely circulated, and we might expect that a lot of people maybe know about this. 
Um, perfect. Okay. Then in that case, it sounds like, and, and, and there is specific, yeah, I, I know that it's more widely known, the Kundrakar business. So now, based on that, it seems unlikely to suspect a connection between this person and Amber Helm. Um, and this could simply be someone looking to make some cash who fucked with very dangerous individuals and ate a dick because of it. Uh, so, Dan. Um, uh, I'm trying to struggle with, because we're kind of out of character with this, so I don't want to go into Grumbar's thing. Um, but it's significant that the Sons of Iron had had the were able to put two and two together that Barvik is attached to us. Absolutely the case. So we don't know who this person is, but like the Mock was basically thinking this might be an opportunity to send a, a salvo at Amberhelm. And now just it doesn't seem obvious enough to do that. Um, uh, still maybe worth a message towards the Sons of Iron, which is stay away or catch hands. I mean, I'm down with that. You could quote me on that. If Fuck like. around and find out. I mean, <laughs> how, how did you say it, Dan? Stay away or stay hands. away or catch hands. Yeah, he writes that on the back of the note and puts it back in the guy. Well, no. <laughs> Yeah, God, like, so is this something that I will, I, I can't memorize in two seconds? This is something that I can pick up off the street, right? This is not anything rare or special. I'm going to write what Dan said on the back of it and stuff it back in his pants after I loot his corpse. Stuff it in his mouth. Yeah. Whoa. No, that's, yeah, it's, appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stop one level below that. Okay. Think in, into not, the gash. We're not. Throat. The bad guys dip it in his blood. That's you could just blood. leave it on top of him. It puts it back With in the a knife through time. it. Hey, yeah. stick right it in there. Just a thumbtack right in his forehead. Um, oh, God, who, who am I adventuring with? We're about two degrees away from genital mutilation. Belva <laughs> <laughs> so looks at the note and is like, "You've been holding out on me." Well, they didn't mention it because we are recorded. <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, uh, and 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 Mock looks again the the white rage that he had just a minute ago as he all of a sudden saw Aurora foolishly leap to her death has yet to simmer given that this was twenty seconds ago and so he's just like I've nothing to mid and said and continues to rifle for pocket chains before he beats his escape. And how are we doing on that uh, roll there, Greg? I don't think I can get it to work. Oh, man, I, I set these all up and tested them, but this is before That's the big update of uh, Foundry. Can we roll manually and then you yeah. can look on your table and see what it was? Yeah, it's just yeah. The, it's just the stuff from the um, uh, Dungeon Master Guide. On, I just set it all up. Um, up on but yeah. But uh, let us... You someone can give copy and paste in the public so, roll to see so, what we got. Someone give me a uh, a D one hundred roll. I got it. Get it. He may be a turtle, but he's quick when it counts. Boom. Sixty four. Okay, give me a two D six. Someone else. Kalen. Okay. Well, I would say whoever's ready to type and do it quickly. Oh, you can mm. do it, Kalen. Go ahead. Okay. I hope you it's all roll drift clothes. But uh, uh, not 2D6. 2D6. Oh, 2d6. Half a dozen drift clothes. 2d6. Four. So that would be 400 gold uh, that Mock found in this guy's little uh, pouch. And give me another 2d6, somebody. I got it. 
Uh, and that nice. would be uh, 80 platinum. Nice. Perfect. So there's the crossbow that uh, that Belva grabbed from. Does it seem Chris to be magical? Roar. It does seem to be magical. Nice. And Grumbar has a flaming sword. It's got a very uh, attractive filigree. So, uh, Eric, I'm not asking Mock, I'm asking Eric, do you want Kevin to record that in Game Master, or are you going to put it on Mock's sheet? Or just, you just shove all that into your personal pockets on your character sheet, and we don't put that on the Quartermaster. Where do we want to record that? Well, I think I'm going to put it on Mock's now, because Mock specifically came here to do financial things, and he specifically has 50 Gs, so like... This may have RP potential or implications, in which case I think I, I should track it for now. Excellent. Uh, but uh, it's a great question. I just wanted it to be recorded somewhere. Indeed. All right. Indeed. I'm rolling one more die for the last thing that Mock finds because of oh. your excellent perception check despite the speed Mock finds. How many drift globes? 3207. 1D400622. Uh, yes. It was a 4622 sided die. And I, this is all behind the scenes of the loot table. It doesn't Greg, need to be Greg, exposed. I just got to tell you, that roll is, is is a reward in its own right. I don't need anything else. <laughs> I is. The idea is there are weights. You, you can set up, I can put all the magic items that in and I can say, I can say all the uncommon ones are 25 times more likely and all the super rare ones are one times likely. And so it becomes this massive, you know, look up. Incredible. But it's I'm all behind sure. the scenes, so it doesn't matter. Until sure you, you find that. a 4,622 sided die in his pocket. It's a pretty high roll. It's a sphere. I mean, it takes a while to confirm. To you, it looks like a sphere. It takes a while to confirm. It's like a a little bit of like a a, a rugged cue ball is what you're rolling at that point. Yeah. (laughs) The surface has to be glass mirror flat. And like it takes still like a good 10 seconds to come to a stop. You you roll on on a pool table, it bounces three or four times. It's just very frustrating to gamble with. You just, come on, one. Uh... It is the armor that Igror wears. Let's go ahead and uh, get his picture real quick so that we can uh, get a more... Uh, let's see, how do I present his picture? I can't really. Well, the armor that he wears is uh, is ringmail. Uh, I didn't call it ringmail before, but it is now. Um, and it's hard to notice at first because the magical effect is... is uh, it's understated compared to a lot of other gear you've used, but it is Which magical. Which by this time, Mach knows makes it very special. And <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what it is because it's easier than keeping a secret and then waiting for an identification <laughs> later in this particular instance. Yes, yes. Um, it is Ringmail of Resistance. Cool. Is Harder it Resistance something specific? Um, it, will, uh, it will be determined when... It is first attuned to your group. Actually, no, that's yeah. dumb. I'm gonna roll it now. It's yeah. First dawned. Poison. Jesus. Oh. Awesome. Better versus poison. Uh, uh, a little silly for a dwarf to be wearing that, but. Oh, what? I'm thinking oil vein <laughs> or scrim or someone. Yeah, Anyways. it's perfect for one of our not dwarf friends. Oh yeah, yeah. Dru- druids not so much. Look, it's great. Mock <laughs> does. Mock. It says it takes minutes to doff and don armor. 
Mox is not there to fuck with that. He grabs up his warlord's king's knife from where Barvik left it planted in the dead corpse of, uh, of what was it, Lead Belly? Yep. And yeah. just like a couple deft strokes uh, at the at the leather handlings, and he he you know growls something about repairs later, and just whips the thing off over this guy's head in a, in, in a couple of short actions. Nice. And is ready to bounce. In need of repairs. Let's All right. Go. But I was gonna say that. <laughs> no. Sorry. Go Let's, ahead. No. Oh, no, you all. You already said it. But were you gonna say something else? <laughs> <laughs> we got more of this, Greg. If you need. We got yeah, uh, a lot of content. Prep. What's the group's plan? What are you all doing? We're heading out the that exit. Dwarf. With expediency, all heading yes. out the, uh, the the bottom side. All right, Belva. You go ahead and group your you uh, follow group your characters the tracks of that dwarf who fled. I believe okay. he shall lead us to the exit. Oh sure, the right. She <laughs> stares at the ground. Uh, roll a, roll a... Yeah, roll a uh, survival check. Survival check. Survival is tracking. Wait, Dan's saying something. Uh, you can finish this, and I have a question about the polymorph stuff. Ah, okay. Uh, this dwarf, this dwarf was injured and uh, and moving quickly, not at all trying to uh, conceal the path traveled. It is easy enough for Belva to pick up the uh, to pick up the trail uh, after a couple seconds of scanning she the area. She points the way. He goes uh, down way this way, is. and he takes a, uh, uh, yeah, he takes a right at the fork. Let's go, you can go ahead and, uh, move yourselves all the way into the bend there, and so you can see the fork. There's a gate I can't go through. Oh, <laughs> let me, uh. He seems to have How squeezed himself through his grate. There was talk of him opening a gate when he went through there. Uh, I recall this yeah, when I originally made the map, I was this. not certain if it was going to be uh, openable Witch or not. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I go through. <laughs> <laughs> um, my question is, uh, we haven't dug into it a, a, a ton before because I think it hasn't come up as as an, as much of an important thing. Um, uh, I don't know the answer. The, Just to the fourth. Um, the polymorph, like. Is there a range? It lasts for an hour, but um, do you have to range? It doesn't specify a range that lasts until forever. Well, I mean, it has a range of the casting, but Kevin, you were That's shaking your head like, okay, cool. Then I don't have to worry about like getting too far away or breaking line of sight or something like that. That thing's a tortoise, cool. a tortoise until uh, it dies or I sneeze. Sneeze, cool. yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, how's it? All right. Uh, keep Rob up with you, but um, uh, Eric, mock is your responsibility. Yes, I will. I will continue. <laughs> He's to still it. working on that note. I'm just like exclamation point. No, 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 no. Dot, that's dot, dot. Well, no, that, that, that's not right either. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, does that sound aggressive <laughs> enough? Does it does it yeah. muddy the message? Yeah, seriously. Is there enough Ooh. menace? Is there He's too like, much menace? Do I go emoji? Maybe just emoji. I want him to feel mad when he reads emojis. it, but I don't want him to lose the importance of the message itself. Like, not just a blind That's rage. Right. He mumbles like, to himself, why did I write in cursive? <laughs> what if he thinks it's an eggplant, not a dagger? Uh, just redo. <laughs> I really wish I had some magazine letters cut out. That would get the message. <laughs> I'm going right. to note to myself to pack some of those next time. The path leads this way down here, and uh, but give me a moment. Dun, 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 dun. Five thunderbores. And a partridge. I'm gonna throw some ingredients. A boar bead. I'll be watching. I'll use this opportunity to get a slice of pie. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Did Dan? I appreciate this uh, small, like America's Top Chef type experience we're getting here. I'm, I'm making notes in my card. I'm just checking a couple more things. You want good vodka? They're now selling candles of Hangar One vodka at Costco. Oh, I bet they are. Yeah, trust Costco to make sure that your your your, your local brands, if they do well enough, everyone will enjoy them too much. <laughs> checking, checking. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, people are up. That's fine. Quick let's, little let's break. Take, let's take a minute real quick. Yeah, we can take a minute. The dripping um, sewers of Silvery Moon will dripping. wait. Ichor. They abide. Ichor and grime. Well, I guess everyone's up. I should stop the recording. Otherwise, it'll be really annoying to cut this out of the podcast. So you're welcome, podcast listeners, for me remembering this. Let's get rowdy. All right. As you are running out of the sewers here, are you taking care to be in any sort of organized pattern or is speed the name of the game? The answer to this is not just are you in marching order or haphazard. The answer does change things. Uh, Bell, does our tracker make sense for her to be in front? The question was, are you... Uh, taking the time to move carefully in a tactically uh, wise position, but that will take, you know, it's a little slower to move and takes longer to organize, or are you running out uh, uh, for maximum let's, speed? Let's take it a little easy. Mock never moves without tactics. He just um, never does it. So, well, Mach, that's Mock's answer. He yep. is but purposely trying but, to keep a but, strong presence around Dying and recently dead Barbic. Makes sense. About 18 seconds ago, we moved without tactics and we got attacked from behind from some Sons of Iron. Let's make sure we don't do that again. That's my (laughs) only request. (laughs) Okay. With tactics. With tactics. And then establish your uh, marching order here. Uh, Just do it in this hallway. Oh, shit. I just held down tab, which is not a good idea. Uh, where did I go? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, how do you make it align? Is it con- is it control? 
<laughs> Here we I'm go. Sure. Do it in this hallway pointing to the right. Like right is moving forward. And then I'll yeah. I can I can move you guys later for when it matters. Massimo will put himself near the front. Baron in the uh, middle or the back. Belva should probably come towards the front because she is tracking. She can track from any position. Tracking does not necessitate her being okay. in the front. Belva goes where she wants. I'll go. I can go first. Barvik in the middle. Towards the back. Oh yeah, we can't move Barvik, can we? No. Can we move Barvik right here? So him and Aurora right in front of Grumbar. Nice. Baron Mock can go to dead last for a back attack. Yeah, dead last? Okay. I will be sec I'll, I'll be penultimate then. Yeah, why don't you move forward one square? Bob will come up with me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rob. Uh, okay. Um, I'm inclined to give ownership to... How do I do yeah. that? How do I do that? Wow. It's... I thought we struggled. I thought that was an issue that we... Well, it's... it's. I can easily give you ownership. Eh, we got to figure that out later. I need to tweak all of the uh, player permissions so that... Uh... Is there a way for me to do that right here very quickly? Mm, oh, open permission configuration. Here we go. Allow. Uh, what I want to do is allow moving. So really create new tokens, create new items, create new actors. Oh, I should let you guys do that later. Ah, it's still driven by what? Okay, I'll just have to do it for now. We'll figure it out another week. Um, okay, that is your marching order. Most excellent. I'm going to go ahead and move you up to about here. Whoa. As Belva is leading the way, you can go ahead and adjust it to like kind of be around the bend or however you want, but that was your marching order. It probably doesn't make much difference. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, not the. I clicked on Massimo, and then he. Wee. Um. So, uh, as Belva is leading the way down this corridor, you can hear voices come from around the corner. Multiple. Uh, uh, you hear someone, sort of, shouting, but uh, with a. Uh, trying to do a hushed tone, but not doing a good job of it. You can hear them loud and clear. Uh, Marking uh, command under their breath. Yeah, as they're, as they're saying, we are to hold this corridor. If they come out this way, we do not let them escape. Mock says, defend this position with your lives. You hear. Mock tries to grab Belva's attention, and he brings out one of his smoke bombs, which he should still have a few of, and, like, waves it in the air for her. She stops and looks at him like does he want to go ahead or does he want to toss it to her uh, I think you still have some that he gave to you mm, okay then I'll mission, I think he gave he gave right everybody some. okay <laughs> but he just he, he yeah he prompts that to you if, if it's appropriate for what you're saying um yeah she looks at these people and she's like I mean you all hear it yeah She's not yeah. seen anything yet, necessarily. You guys are making a choice now. What are you doing? I'm going to throw that smoke bomb right all up in their business. Let's get them. Okay, 
So how are you doing this? Are you trying to throw a smoke bomb around the corner or? Well, if I go like to here. Don't move, don't move your character, please. Like, sneak sorry. Up, maybe? Yeah, I think stealth so that I'm hidden or try to hide. You can uh, she, uh, she attempt to hide. I'm trying bar. to. I would like a an expl a narrative explanation of what your plan is here. Like, How do you party, do a narrative? Belva? No, but be Belva. Belva. Like instead of narrative. I move here, it's what is Belva doing? Tell me what Bear, Tell me what Belva is 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 doing here. She's going to do what Mock said to do, which was to throw a smoke bomb up there. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Mock, Mock is more just prompting her. Like, I, I, Mock understands that Belva's in the scouting position. She has, like, the more information, she's kind of checking things out. And he hears, like, a potential ambush, and Mock's like, hey, we have this tool, basically, which we can use for our escape. So I don't know if Belva wants to go get more information or whatnot, um, but uh, I, I didn't mean to communicate that this was, like, an order to do something. I see. Okay. In which case, she's going to try to stealthily move closer All right, to so get a better stop look at the situation. And so first, roll a stealth check as Belva moves to about the position she's at right now. And I don't think she has any innate ability to make that easier. So, stealth check? Yes. Mm. That's... Wow. 19. That's a nice 19 talk. stealth is quite excellent. You said she didn't have an innate thing. At plus eight, that's amazing. Um, uh, so she is quite stealthy. Uh, as she stops, tells the party to uh, tells the party to stop and uh, be quiet, just as you can hear these voices. And she wants to sneak forward and try to get information here. Is that the? Mm -hmm. That's what you're trying to do. Yeah, because she she can only see who she can see. So she's gonna. All right, so she's going to try to take forward. a careful, careful peek around the corner. And here is what we're going to do. You just move me how far? Yep, I will be doing that in a moment. Uh, I'm going to make these to be private GM rolls. And this is going to, what I'm doing is rolling perception checks. The only reason I'm making a private is because it's going to say all the names of the guys and how many there are if I don't. Holy moly. Uh, it still does reveal how many, but... Oh, it does? I mean, we well, can see all the question mark entries. Oh, really? Oh, it shows it in the chat log? Like yeah. Game Master, probably rolled some dice, probably rolled some dice, probably rolled some <laughs> dice, probably rolled some dice. You just rolled eight dice. Now, I'm not going to read too deeply into that, but there are eight of them. Yeah, I there's... Hydra with eight heads. I hope that there's it generates a random number. And they're all in little groups of three. There's also blind GM rolls and self rolls if I wanted to be truly private. But anyway, uh, uh, as Belva rounds the corner to here, seeing uh, oh, seeing fuck. a group of uh, a group of enemies who are just getting like set up into this position. A couple of them uh, with armor and shields. What appears to be another priest of um, another priest of. Uh, Tharmacool, uh, as well as a, another uh, more scary-looking uh, priest, which I want My to... nemesis. There's a 
war priest and a regular priest. The armadillo. Oh, I guess it goes, does give their names. Yeah, war priest and a regular priest. Yikes. Um, one of the guards uh, uh, squints his eyes, look forward, and says, "There's someone coming right now." Roll initiative. You are spotted. Damn. Dang. My divine reserves are nearly empty. Well, we do have a chance if she, if I'm Belva can say... I'm you guys to make a little bit more sense coming around the corner. If she can say nah-uh and succeed at a deception check. There we go. Okay. There we go. Okay. You parlayed I could I could try for some deception here. She's actually... Uh, nah, dog. Better, she's better at intimidation. I'm all about so pharma cool. <laughs> Uh, we are rolling initiative, right? Yeah, I think. Oh wait, I think I, I hang on, hang on. Sorry, I need to kill the current combat. I should have done that earlier, and then we'll roll. You guys, you guys oh, cool. remind me how we roll. Oh, hang on, you're not rolling initiative right now. Oh, just oh. pause on that. It sounds like Kalen wants to do something different in the moment. What is it that Belva is trying to do? Uh, she's going to try to pare down their numbers with an intimidation check. Oh, oh, not trying to blend it. You're not trying to do deception. No. Okay, then no. that will just be something you could potentially do on your turn. So never mind. Let's roll initiative. Okay. Uh, now so you now should be able to thing. simply roll initiative. I can't. Yes, you'll need to re-roll so it goes into the thing. Oh, I have to add you all to the combat. Hey, man, it's yeah. been a while since we started combat here, so let me get you. Mock, <laughs> Baron, Grumbar. Oh. Wrong button. Mock, Baron, Grumbar, Massimo, Kevin, Belva. There's usually a D20 on your oh. portrait in the carousel. So Eric so jumped the that. gun, and it looked like it uh, it puts you in if you roll initiative. So just go ahead and do that. Wow. Sorry about that. Okay, well, then I don't know how to... Keep doing it for the wrong place, too. Yeah, just do it. Stay inside wow. Foundry. Close your D&D oh, Beyond tab, and then you won't forget. So <laughs> Although you'd have to remember how to find stuff. Yeah, I, like yeah, I see it. I like to look at my character that way, though. Like, yeah. Greg, I'm rolling twice because I have advantage. Uh, right, we haven't figured out a way to get mm. those in. Except it's not letting me roll it again. Just roll I'm going to roll again with advantage because then I nice. can do that. Uh, how do I? Plus zero, plus two. So I'm just going to roll it again. Why do I have a plus zero? All right. So, Greg, I'll take eight instead of five. So does it not let you shift click it, Kevin? Is that the problem? Uh, You know, I think I forgot to click shift. Yeah, sh um, shift click is how you roll with advantage, everyone. But I also just couldn't click on it again. It didn't let click you can't click on it again because you're not allowed to just uh, change your initiative. It's okay. protecting against that. Well. Is my uh, understanding. Uh, uh, mine should be 12. I'm saying I used my advantage die. I did roll for initiative earlier and I got Roger, five. I'm trying to figure out how to adjust that 12. Okay, got you it 12. You roll it again somehow. That was me by accident. Massimo, okay. what's your number? Eight. Yep, three okay. people at eight. Wow. Um, Hide for lame. The, the other eight is not um, official, so whoever... Eight, eight... I'm, I need... Oh, Grumbar's there. Who hasn't rolled? Mock. Oh, there's only Mock five. There. There's only five players. So yep. that's everyone. Never mind. Uh, it is two at eight. That's what threw me off. Uh, Belva is indeed first. And I'll let me roll in all of Yay. the enemies. Oh, they might get higher than me. Boo. I'll be right back. <sighs> Here we go. Here we go. Ooh. 
Need to do this. Need to do oh, that. Oh, they have to roll still, don't they? Yep, I need to roll in all enemies. There's uh. a button to do that. That's reset initiative. Can I just click begin combat? No. I have to click them all manually? This is annoying. I've forgotten how to do all of this stuff. Ah! Alright. Wow, that was just Curse some, you, priest. Some you low almost numbers. got there. Priest almost beat you. Almost, not quite. Wow. Alright, there is one hidden enemy that goes before you. Fuck. It's the dungeon. Because we're the dungeon actually itself. No, they're the just people sewers. far, far away from here, but they're my enemy oh, and they get to go you. right now. Yeah, Baron didn't check to see if there are red dragons yet today. <laughs> no one's actively tried to disbelieve this entire campaign, so like It might be the tortoise. A wisdom save. It might be might be that boar. Because we've learned that illusions from Dresden, you have to question everything. Spend yeah. an action saying, Question everything. I don't That's think the voice of a real. conspiracy theorist. Alright. Is that real? Is that real? It's not real. Is this uh wait, why is it one special? It's one minute? Wait, what? Are you okay? Hang on. No, I'm not okay. I'm trying to figure out this stupid thing. <laughs> What's going on? Well, it's a spellcaster, so as always, um it's oh, yeah, a little you should... confusing. Don't have spellcasters in our monsters. Man, we no didn't take a short cast. rest. All right. Ay, ay, ay. We don't have time for a short rest. We got people yeah. coming up our ass. That is not where we want to be. Why does he have no spell slots? What is? Why is this guy's stat block all broken? Has he also been fighting all night and use all his spells? <laughs> yeah. It's been a busy night. I know why I have no spell slots. I love the idea of two incredibly exhausted oh. opposing parties just right. running into right, each Rocco, other. You, like, you ready to take on this adventuring party? Boss, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but I, I've been up all night. I used up all my spells. Like, no. <laughs> Drink it horn, you know. There you go. I just, I don't know what to tell you. Velva uh, sees a dwarf, um, a dwarf wearing uh, wearing flowing robes. Uh, uh, step forward, raises hands as a burst of flame shoots into the air, and then just disappears into a shimmering shield of uh, just barely visible flame around a, a sphere around this uh, around this dwarf. It. Is I can't see what dwarf you're referring of to. Vulnerability. But... Yeah, let me get peek, let you peek around the corner. That one right there. Oh, that bastard. Oh, this fancy okay. looking one. Dark yeah, so me. I'm gonna set him um, up right. with some uh, some color around him to make it obvious. We should have gone back to the giant crocodiles. And not to. Should have gone back. Okay. And not to like, put ourselves uh, deeper in the shitter, okay. but you said around that dwarf, it looks like it's a ten foot radius and it protects. His entourage. Jesus. Well, we'll see what we can Just do from about. spells, though. Just from spells. Reading it. But people have talked oh, about shit. my presence as magic. It's a little bright. So. Now, um, oh my quick question. Baron, did you use your uh, advantage to roll that? I did. We need to re-roll the... Uh, then let, let's re-roll that before I do anything, just in case I get it. 
Reroll that. This was a G6. No. Alright, so the Globe of Invulnerability. Any spells of 5th level or lower cast from outside the barrier cannot affect creatures or objects within it, even if the spell is cast using a higher level spell slot. Such oh. a spell can target creatures and objects within the barrier, but the spell has no effect on them, so you're allowed to legally target it. Um, similarly, the area within the barrier is excluded from the uh, area areas affected by such spells. Alright. So, um... These two initiates in the front are not protected right by it, right? That's correct. Okay. But uh, that that one is. I'm going to make it easier and draw a... Oh, that's not the right drawing tool. <laughs> I, I, the... I, I like the spell, the purple light. Me too. It was... I, I prefer it, but then also there's part of me it's like... Because the... Um, we talked about the the radius thing isn't an actual uh, circle it's a well there you go there's perfect there's the actual radius which means it is protecting no initiates because we did decide that we're using um for for Flat. radiuses we're using, act, we're using the actual uh radiuses which means it does not uh, affect as much geometrically correct radii in this case it uh it robs them of a lot of uh a lot of spots. Uh, oh, yeah. And there you go. That's it. Okay. My turn? Yes, it is now your turn. Okay. Belva steps out. Doink. And she looks at uh, all these peeps and she says, All right, listen up, you bunch of sewer rats. I'm only going to say this once and I don't like repeating myself. And she takes the uh, she takes the crossbow out, and she says, "I just finished taking this off of Al Gore's dead body. And if you don't want to follow him and join him into the afterlife, I suggest you go now." I like. And that turns into She hears one of them say immediately. She, she says, kinda, they she the boar. In her hand. Well. <laughs> Just we're hey, going with our is a general term. Bested. And she says, and I see your wizard just popped his oh no button, so Ooh. I think he knows what's up. That's some good shit talking. Give us a roll. Okay. Come on. Uh, did no, we get no. that? Wait, wait, did we do the uh, uh No the Inspiration. Inspiration die? The other I word. We did do the inspiration die. Did no, someone use I it? used mine. Yeah, oh, 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 that someone... I missed why you had advantage on that. Um, the then. implications. Also, it goes to Kaylin Belva. <gasps> okay, I'm gonna use that inspiration right now. Remember to shift. Um, yes. When when yes. you do it. Also, though, you said. No, that's it. That's it. That'll work. Um, so oh, shift and then click. Boy. Yep. Uh, there you go. Okay. 17. Okay. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right. Yeah. Roll the 13 plus four. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Which saving throw you, it would be? It, do you think would be most appropriate for withstanding his charisma? Right. But it's resolve. Whatever is your will, you know, like your will to endure. Will would be wisdom. It is Charisma wisdom, is right? often strength of personality. Yeah, there's this whole presence. But that's like for more like convincing. Right, that's what I thought. 
But I thought for like a succubus's seduction thing, I thought it was a charisma save. Well, that's because she's trying to convince you. I think, I think it is okay. charisma safe. I think it's the DM's call. So, Greg, what is it? I was looking for yeah, opinion. I, I was it, asking Greg? for opinions, so thank you. Um, <laughs> I but I'll go I with would charisma. Do, yeah, something. Was there go a ahead. low stat? What's our lowest stat? Can we do that? Ah! Ah! That's pretty low. Oh, yes! my God. Oh, my that's... God, priest. <gasps> <laughs> All right. Wow. Bitch, run. You better run. Wow. I've got three, six, that's across six, and a the one. board. That's oh, that is but two initiates. But let's be honest. One of these oh, guards, one of these guards, rock star. <laughs> that guard shit their pants. One, one, one of the guards, one of the guards <laughs> looks around and says, nah, we got you. And looks around going, what's wrong with you guys? Um, here is, uh, here's going to be the effect of that. Um, uh, let me consider, let me consider the right. Yeah. uh, She's standing there. There's like not much damage. I actually, I think she wasn't damaged. Everybody, uh, is there a way for me to click here and select them? No. Ugh, that's annoying. Okay. So I need everyone except for guard 24, which is this guy. And, uh, Guard 26. Oh, both guards. That's easy. Is that it? And Initiate Zero. Good job, Initiate Zero. Initiate Zero really hung in there. They were just not listening. They were just like basically... looking at something or they weren't paying attention. They're like, what? What? Did she say something, They're guys? Like, oh my guys. god. And then the guard, what did she say? Was it, was it important? Uh, I'm adding uh, Frightened to all of them. Yes! The, the Frightened effect. <laughs> For how long? Uh, until I get taken down. Until Belva screws up. Until (laughs) further notice. Notice. (laughs) Yeah, I put them all on notice, and now they're scared until then. Belva's so confident. Until the end of Belva's next turn, if it's not, if the intimidation is not renewed in some fashion. That's what it'll be. Okay. Uh, And I put it on all of them. They got the little icons. All right. That was your action. Um, okay, and then she's like, all right, you've been warned. And then she says, bye. And then she goes back around the corner. To That's true. Me. She could just pull back. Boink. Mock would like to make some suggestions here, if I can comment. Go ahead. We've got uh, uh, to, to, a to, bit time. Before you do that, just to... A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. While the source of its fear is within line of sight, I think uh, yeah, did you hear that? You hear that, Belva? We might need uh, Belva. Yeah, but they're going to come around this corner. I'm buying us a little time so they don't just all pincushion me. Gotcha. So if they don't, and sure. your allies push forward, they will the they won't take get the penalties due to being frightened because oh. you're out of line of sight. Yeah, staying in line of sight would maximize right the effect of your awesome stuff, and would kind of freeze them in place. Uh, yeah, if you're there, all of them can see you. Uh, okay. Then right there. Just don't let Just me go. die. Sorry to, yeah. No, it's a good call. <clears throat> now, Mom, Eric, and- you wanted to say some stuff, although it's, it's enemies' turns right now, but you can, you can totally. go ahead. What, uh, you yeah, go yeah. ahead and set the, set the yeah. scene for you in discussing. Real time, this yeah, is kind in of real like, time. This is Mock's, like, diagnosis of the situation as they get in here, and he looks to two people. He looks first to Grumbar, and he says, Grumbar. If there's any more of that invisibility, we've got wounded here that may need some help through the ranks. We may have to take a sprint for it. And uh, I don't know if Barbic's in fighting form. 
can only put it on one of us at a time. He's like, well, can, can, consider our uh, consider our friend here if you've got ought to spare. And then he looks at Rob mm. and he says, Rob, you're by the far the fastest of us. He says, if you might sprint the other way and see if there's a way around this fight. If you if you can get get there, come report back. If you find other resistance, come join us. He wants to send Rob to do an end around and see if we can just totally subvert this and loop back around to our croc exit that I think it was Grumbar who called out just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. My dwarven senses indicate to me that uh, we are heading back towards that other room where we first fought a bunch of people. Oh, the map. Yeah, for that yeah. split in the split in the fork. Right, right. I, I, I think it's, I, I, I agree with you. This is heading back towards the croc e- exit, yeah, not the other exit. So this is basically Mock saying if there's a better path forward to that, where we don't have to fight our way through another fucking eight guys. He, he recommends that to Rob. There's a little. Rob doesn't quite. Rob doesn't take orders from Mox, so Mox kind of like throws this out there, but he kind of looks at Moximo really to get his thoughts as well. Uh, Your understanding of the layout of the uh, sewers and whereabout you would be is that this would, this area right here would be pretty close to um, where the, uh, the river is that moves, uh, you know, across that splits Silvery Moon. And indeed, one of the entrances to this place that you had considered but not done was exits right out in that area. Um, if these guys are covering an escape, uh, they're pretty far from the escape that you're talking about with the crocodiles. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean... Okay. I'm just yeah, uh, yeah, reminding I, you of layouts I mean, Rob, and previous information. Yeah. No, that, 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 that's helpful. Rob's just so goddamn fast. He could, like... Oh, yeah. By the time... Uh, Rob is practically out of earshot by the time Mock finishes uh, asking him what to do as he is around the corner up here. You guys can see his vision. Cool. All right. Is that it, Eric? Yeah, yeah. That's Those are just the ideas he had for the fight. The priest... Acts next. Who I'll pull up his uh, thing. Yeah. He was one of the crit fails. Oh, was he? He's afraid mm-hmm. to. I like the idea that she does the intimidate and then she leaves, and when she's not in the line of sight, they're not scared. So they're like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. Whew, she left. Cool. <laughs> Man, I was freaked out, but I was so scared there. I was so scared. I'm so glad she left. Back like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, she leans back in. Oh, she's back. All right. Uh, the priest will launch a flurry of scorching rays at Ooh. Belva. Yeah, uh, I had a what... feeling that was coming. That's a nasty one. I'm just finding that, like, the range and everything is not... Remember your disadvantage. Yeah. Remember the... Uh, they always have disadvantage? Yeah. Uh, yep. If they're frightened. Even if it's against their frightened... Even if it's against their frightened uh, frightened yes. target? Okay. Wasn't yeah. sure. Can we link the... It's, it's ability... Yeah, oh, we should link yes. It. Actually... Ability checks and attacks. I can rolls. link it here. So not saving throws. 
uh, statuses, statuses. And actions they're doing. Because okay. the assumption is wizards are always afraid and they right. can still do their job. Um, and Greg, to, to, I just wanted to follow up on one thing you were saying. You're saying you were surprised the ranges were what? Uh, oh, this is kind of a lame way of showing it. Frightened well, creatures disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. And can't willingly creature move. Creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Okay. Uh, there you go. Oh, Kaelin put it in the Kaelin chat. See, that's better. Did you um, just, like take a screenshot? Yep. <laughs> Green shot. Impressive. Green shot is incredible. Uh, someone was asking a question now while I was looking You were talking that. about their ranges were, were... You were surprised that their ranges were something. And I just... Uh, all of the spells on both of my spellcasters here, the import into Foundry is not showing me the, the critical information that I need to make decisions about casting the spells. Such as... If you're curious about Scorching Ray, I have the information I, handy. I do have it right here. Uh, I can open it up in D&D Beyond pretty easily. I'm just annoyed that it's not in Foundry properly. Okay. I just but, want tips for spells in Foundries. Yeah, this is a different import style than player spells, and I think the player spell import is working well, and this one's not. Or it could be, yeah, who knows? Lots of lots of explanations. Okay, Scorching Ray. Um, and uh, here it goes. It is three rays of flame at uh, at Belva. Oh, there. with disadvantage. Oops. Yep. And I did not do that one with disadvantage. Let me um, let me just reroll entirely. Let me do it right. Do it that way with disadvantage. Do not consume the spell slot. And then each roll, each ray is sure. gonna have its own damage roll. Okay, that one's roll. good. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Three. And that one's good. Okay, so I took. Okay. Wow. So it's a twenty Nine to hit damage. on the first one, and then a six and a six after that. By the way, both of those sixes are natural ones. Nice. So two natural so ones against Belva. Nine. Jeez. Doink. Yep. Yes, oh, minus have. nine feet. That is not what I wanted. Okay, so click, Kaylin. Here's a tip. Click Belva. And yeah. mouse over to that nine fire damage and just click the button there that says click to apply full damage to select tokens. Which one of the buttons says that? It's Minus. the first one. Ah, uh, okay. And okay. Then uh, it just does I it. get slightly scorched. And this one is not uh, half damage or anything. Oh, right, because attack rolls typically don't do that. That's saving yeah. throw. That's the world of saving throws. Uh, that is the priest. Um, Initiates are up with Baron on deck. Two initiates, uh, one of which can actually uh, move forward. But what they are going to do is they are each of them going to uh, simply fire their bow at Belva. Disadvantage. Here's one of them firing uh, at Belva. And here is the other one firing at Belva. So the first one was a 12 and the next one is a six. Neither of those hits. I thought Initiate Zero was one of our ones that actually saved. Yeah, Uh, I think maybe it was. Thank you, Sam. Uh, Let's use the first roll then. It'll be a 17. Oh. Oh, okay. Initiate Zero was not frightened. Initiate Zero was not frightened. Okay. So does a 17 hit to Kalen. Yes. It does. Okay, so three measly damage, because rolled a one on the damage. That is it for uh, the enemies for now. It is Baron is up, Grumbar on deck. Grumbar on deck. I don't actually have enough. Only two of them went. Oh, yeah. Uh, Baron goes one, two, three, four, 
five. I don't, this is a big blob of stuff that blocks line of sight and effect, I'm assuming, yes? Yeah, because I, I was hidden around it. Okay, cool. Uh, so Baron can't see anybody, so Baron is going to ready a, uh, a, uh, toll the dead for the first enemy that he can see who enters his line of sight. Done. Well, they won't be entering my, your line of sight with me uh, well, standing I can, there. I can still see them even if you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the guard, there's a guard that's not frightened that might close on us. Uh, so, uh, if you're done, Sam, if you click on the okay. arrow to the right, I believe Grumbar is up with guards, Greg, on deck. Oh, do we reroll the inspiration dice again? Sorry. My oh, I did not. Oh, yeah, we should do that. Here oh, it point. is. Five, five, two, three, four, five. Sam that would be Sam again. That means it is for the dungeon master. I will put or it on. Once you will have inspiration, but twice is right out. I uh, <laughs> I put it on the archmage for uh, just so it's on someone. Safekeeping. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Gumbar. You call him Gumbar. All right, Gumby Bar. Gumby. Bar. Oak bar. Uh, friends are rough terrain, but do Aurora and Barvik take up? Are they rough terrain? Um, I'm going to ask a cheesy question. Uh, no, no, they're not. Okay. Uh, we, we, we never consider them to have true board presence. Okay, then through, the, fine, magic, through the magic of diagonals, uh, I am able to get here just, uh, just barely. Uh, though, when I have myself selected... My line, I have a line of sight that goes, it's not, draw, oh, yes. it's on the line of sight right from corner. the middle. Yeah, remember, no, but, but. line of sight and foundry is done based on the middle of the tile, but, but so okay. you can just scoot your character over to see who you actually can see. Yeah, okay, so I can, I, yeah. yeah. You can see all them. Um, though, we, uh, we're in an issue with light here. I believe I don't have dark vision. Yes, um, although the, uh, the uh, globe of invisibility uh, uh cr- created a uh, uh, light. Yeah, and the guy's got like a flaming staff. Dim light, and both the priest and the war priest both have uh, uh, f- flaming things that they're holding. Okay. So uh, there's there um, is like, it's dim. Yeah, let me actually go in the. Um, the bottom line is I have line of sight and uh, <clears throat> and range to hit the guard. Uh, who's like right here? Was it forty? I have to double check my um. Sling, uh, uh, Grumbar charges up, um, and, uh, and says, I'm coming. Uh, uh, Sling is 30, 120, so it's gonna be at disadvantage. Close range on some of these things is, uh, it's close. Um, yeah, so it's outside of 30, which only goes to there. Okay, he's targeting the, uh, guard 26 who's going right after him. He's gonna attack twice. Uh, with because he has multi attack, alrighty. Disadvantage on both, so I'm gonna uh, get that together. Um, the key here is not that it's gonna do that much damage; it's that uh, he'll have to potentially get knocked thrown prone. So, um, he comes up, he's spinning a sling, lets loose a little magic bullet. Um, I think I said these looked like little animal poops or something before. Um, oh no, I think it was tiny turtle shells. Um, oh, disadvantage roll. 
Disadvantage. Uh, screwed me there. I'm glad I remember the right thing. That's a nine. Does that nine hit a guard? As a nine will not hit. Oh. And I have a second attack as a multi-attack. Does a 22. Ooh, 22 on a disadvantage is a fantastic roll. Uh, am... All right. All right. I could just log off for the night. Um, <clears throat> he lets it's loose a, the... ping. a tiny ping, tiny turtle shell. Let's loose and flies through the air, clunking on the uh, just on the helmet. Like it's just with enough force. It isn't doing a lot of damage, but it is definitely we wearing this guy down. Five damage on guard uh, 26. I uh, got it. Um, it is applied. And uh, I don't know where I... Okay, it's um, on my character sheet here. Um, I don't know how to get it onto Foundry. They're Bullets of Walloping, um, which ah. is a DC 10 strength saving throw, or be knocked prone. <laughs> wow. I wondering why he kept attacking with those. Bing! <laughs> bullets of so. Walloping. Walloping. <laughs> That's a, that's a grumbar. Wow. Really a grumbar. When I saw that, I went grumbar weapon. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna figure out at some point how I can post it into a foundry. But let's see if this guy's walloped. That's what so I'm. Well, here wallet. is a way to do it. Oh wait, I don't have the Beyond Twenty uh, plug And he so doesn't have disadvantage on this. To clarify, he does not have disadvantage. DC not just because of fear, strength but the saving throw, which they don't have okay. disadvantage. Okay. Here is uh, DC strength saving throw. He got a 16. <sighs> All right. Shucks. Grumbar sees Oops, the man still standing no and says, Damn. End of turn. Uh, guard is up. Uh, two guards are up with Mock Walk on deck. And Grumbar is still technically concentrating. Kaelin, did you delete that roll, the mistake roll that you did? No, I made it um, I made it sent just to you. Oh, you guys have a button to change it to go just to you? Just to me? Yeah, because it was just a private. mistake. So I was After like, it now, it doesn't, now it's a private mistake. Oh, I but I liked it. You're not so allowed private. to delete, but you can change it to only go to DM, and then I can delete it if I want. It's kind of a neat way of doing it. Yeah, but you um, like that. <laughs> why ever would you say that? Okay, it is the two guards' turns now. Um, the, uh, the two guards drop to, uh, each of them drop to a knee, uh, holding their heavy crossbows, continuing to loose bolts at Belva. Uh, let's see. This one, I'm eyeballing the thing. Okay, so you're going to have cover from uh, this first one that I'm about to roll. So your AC is up by two. Disadvantage. Uh, this guy's not frightened. This, these are the guards. <laughs> guards? Well. That is 20 on the attack. Fine, I guess that hits. Uh, with the plus two? With a plus two? To your AC. Oh, yes, I believe that's a 15 on my armor class, so yeah. Oh, you know what? I guess even if they're shooting through yeah. allies, it's cover. Same penalty yeah. you guys get. Yes. So this other one is also going to be with cover. Uh, so apply that to oh, 10, 17. 10 damage um, for that first attack. And here is the second one. Mm. Oh, that Ooh. is a critical hit Not a big on one, the second though, one. Well, it's because it was a uh, it was a natural one on the uh, the extra oh. crit die. Wow. I feel like I have something for that. Oh, well, I don't have it on the top of my head, so. Like if you get crit or something? Yeah. Well, if you have I something can. for that and you find it later, then just let us know. We can do it retroactively. I feel like what's going through Belva's head is like, I got to go get their crossbows. I'm going to keep yeah. their crossbows. I'm going to take like, everybody's. I'm going to take everybody's crossbows away. <laughs> Uh, apply that uh, that crit damage as well, if you would. 
This that one? was uh, seven damage. One. Seven damage total as the crit damage compared to ten from the previous shot. Dink, dink, dink. Ouch. A good shot done badly or a bad shot done well. Weird. All right. Those are the two guards. They are otherwise staying put in their in their defensive formation here. Mock. Uh, Mock will advance. Uh, do I, does Mock hear passively any action behind him? He is the rear guard up until now. So like this is this is stone caverns that he sees here. Noise should move really easily among this. The the noise of the the forces moving in on you before has grown more distance since more distant since you left that chamber, but the unmistakable uh, sound of danger from behind is there, but it is not imminent. Yeah, Baron's spiritual guardian thing is still there. That actually lasts for like eight hours. Oh wow! And. Awesome. That was like right on top of their boss. And stuff. Also, like a boar will maybe eventually just come back. You know, cool. seeing the boss of his the dead of the dead body of his boss. I don't know if he's going to be in a mood to grieve or rampage and murder. He's um, still a tortoise so far. Gotcha. So Mock's going to go one, two, three, four, five. He will, given given how he assesses the the, the presence of people behind. He is going to uh, advance here. Cut, bring, bring up the. Say uh, he'll go here. Take his and, position uh, in the conga line. Yeah, he is going to throw out. Um, so, there's this line of sight thing going on now. Uh, where he, we, we break line of sight, they lose their fear but we may be able to advance. And so he kind of like, so from here, I can't see anyone. And he asks Baron, he taps Baron on his shoulder. He's like, Baron, fireballs in these close quarters of murder. He says, do I, uh, do I lob a grenade or, or do I lob a smoke bomb or do we just press through? He says, whoa. What do you think? And you see some real fear in his eyes. He knows tactically we're in a bad way. Like all the explosions, explosions that have been going off since we stepped in here. Like he just—he's asking, like, what do you think is going to happen? You have a grenade. You—he's you, he's talking about your fireballs, man. That you throw and blow people oh, up all the time. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm nearly spent. Hey, I cousin, I'm asking about their fireballs. I'm concerned oh. they're going to incinerate our entire group, given where we're standing. He says, like, do, do I throw a, a smoke bomb, or, or, or do we rush? What, what do I do? Uh, that's what? a good point. A smoke bomb sounds like a good idea. We cover our advance, we can get closer. His I'm voice drops a little lower, and he says, is Moradin with us, or do the gods favor them? And that's a very rare thing that you've heard from Mock talking about, like, you know, the gods influenced in battle. But he's ever since he stepped foot here, this kind of thing has been growing in him as he's seen like essentially Tharmacool and Moradin wage war kind of throughout these chambers in power. And he's kind of like somewhat asking, you know, about those forces at work. Going a little meta here. Moradin is always with us. It's my own strength that dwindles. He says, all right, 
We'll carry through then. And he lobs the smoke grenade. Figuring Can we get a nice bank shot off like the wall of the... Figuring that Bell was done well, well enough to, uh, you know, soak in crossbow bolts for all of the rest of us. She did a great job taking those. Amazing job. <laughs> so he's going to, like, lob this. So wait, I I'm seeing from Mock's perspective that he can't see past this weird rock. What's yes, that about? Yeah, because the weird rock blocks line of sight. Okay, well then I will do it's my It's like a big like fungal growth in the sewers. Okay, that's, that's totally fine. If you don't mind, I'll do my move differently. I didn't know that. Uh, go um, for it. It actually uh, was changed. Uh, I added the blocker when we had mentioned it earlier. Gotcha. So it's not your um, fault. No, all good. So then Mock's going to do that, which allows him to throw a smoke bomb. Yeah, uh, up, up that way. Like where... You know, so basically, you, you the, draw uh, the you draw the draw the thing. Well, what's yeah. the range on a smoke bomb? For um, so, yeah, I think it's it, if we're talking about throwing weapon, it's usually twenty sixty. Yeah, but like disadvantage. I mean, he should he should be able to throw it sixty feet accurate to the square. I'm thinking, um, and radius. I I don't know. I, I forget what we landed on radius wise when we threw it last. But I, I think it was pretty same as uh, fog cloud. Yeah, I think we kind of made it a fog cloud a little bit. Uh, I was twenty foot radius, which is actually which is humongous. Yeah. So I, All right. I so where are you landing? It pretty big. Oh. Uh, let's do. I mean, that that where, that's as far as I can go here. I'm I'm gonna do twenty foot radius right now. So this right here. That's twenty foot. That's where you're landing it. I mean, yeah, because his his vision's blocked. Oh, 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 I see. Oh, someone else is... Oh, Sam was drawing the, the, the line. I, I, I was see. trying to see, like, arrows for where he could get. Well, yeah, in terms of my vision, which I see the darkness... Oh, let's just keep that. That's easier. That, that's what I see just for, like, the darkness. Um, uh, do you, if do I you remember that we more, put on corners, not uh, squares? Oh, uh, perfect. Okay, that's great. And, yeah, that's that's uh, Mox action. Um... So he checks yeah. it, explodes out, and it. Is it? Yeah, give us a give us give us some yeah. flavor here. Is it noisy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. He actually uses the curvature of the wall here. He just kind of like like banks along the side. You hear it like clink, 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 and these are not like whatever canisters that are seeping. This is like this is a, like a very early stage explosion. There's just like a. Boom, and it's it's a lot more, this is not an efficient chemical reaction, right? Whereas like modern explosives, like extremely, like like well engineered to create the effect they want. This is just like a lot of like energy and like, you know, even some heat to generate the smoke that you want. And it's like, it's pretty deafening. I imagine with like the fear effects and this probably unexpected like device coming into play. Enclosed space. And, and, Mock kind of like even maybe braces his ears for a sec as it goes off and then like like shakes off a little dust that rains down from the, the top of the the, the, uh, the tunnel and just says, eh, takes me back to me mining days. All right, let's get ready for the push. Turn over. All right, Massimo, you're up. Uh, All right. Whoa, hang on. What, what happened? Uh, sorry. Why'd you I thought I had to click my thing to go. No, yeah. no, you definitely don't click the die. That rolls. That was an accident. In. I meant to click my guy. But what were you at? I'm eight. I was eight. 
eight. Right for me. We're all gotcha. eight. It is fixed. No problem. Masmo. We're all eight down here. All eight. All right. Masmo's going to step forward a bit. Even oh, though he can't see through this fog cloud. But you can still target people. Yep. He's going to target you can them. Perceive them. With yeah. his voice. <gasps> yeah. So he's still feeling divinely inspired by Bahamut and his uh, divine power, his channel <laughs> divinity mm-hmm. as an emissary of peace. So he's going to step around. What he's going to try to do is basically uh, figure out what we can pay these guys uh, to let us through. Uh, so he steps forward and he says, Sons of iron. No. Sons and daughters of mothers and fathers. Our cross purposes need not result in more bloodshed. We have what we came for. Master Barvik is safe with us. And what you want, what the Forge Keepers seek, you cannot have. You cannot. What then? Have? Is you your, cannot have. What then? is the price for our safe passage. I call on you, name your price. Choose life to death. What is it we can give you to walk out of these sewers without spilling more blood? It seems to persuade them to name a price. Uh, okay. Give, uh, uh, roll that persuasion check. I'm gonna roll it, and then it's gonna have a plus five on top of that, because of my channel divinity. Oh, oh big. Channel divinity. Boom. So, a total yeah. of 21. A 21 is a pretty high check. I enjoyed, um rolling their saves before, although it creates a lot of spam. Let me give us some thought. So, okay, so... So he's not asking him to, like, run away. Yeah, no, no, no. He's, he's, not he's, he's just trying to say, like, what... Stop for a moment, and what do you want from us? We've got what we want. We're, you know, we're satisfied here. What is it that you want from us to let us through? A Winnebago. A Winnebago. Ten thousand gold and unmarked gold interior. pieces. Helicopter to Bermuda. Will you? Will you say that you're proud of me? Hey, you know what? All right, let's Put get the rolls in because that'll affect uh, how I'm thinking about oh. this here. So I'm gonna do another uh, charisma uh, save. Did I do saves last time or did I do checks? Oh, I did saves. Last time you did a save. Be, I think it should be a check. If it's a check. Then frightened Wait. people are disadvantaged. If it's a save, they are not. A, a check no, is more they can't in line see me. with uh, how oh, yeah. things would typically go. You don't typically For- save against a yeah a target. Forget I said that. Galen pointed out they're not frightened right now because or they're not under the effects of frightened because they are. Right. Can't I'm right. Sight. Glad all that. They're afraid okay. of. <laughs> Where'd she yeah. go? Oh, huh, I'm I, I'm fine. 
I'm fine. What a relief. I should have delayed, man, to, you know, coin the uh, the fourth edition term. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think you're right, Sam. It should be a charisma check. Um... It's a, we've I've needed this a few times where it's like resolve, but it really is. It, it that you use a skill check. That I think it's okay also trained. to just set a difficulty depending on the well, NPC. I, yeah, but I I, happened, I, I, that would be fine. But it's not what I'm did. Uh, yeah. There's a different. I, I happen to, to notice that they don't have a bonus to that charisma check, and he rolled a twenty-one. Oh no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I, I thought I didn't see that. Yeah, I thought. Um, it, uh, here is written. the. Ah, wow. The arch- Archmage Ooh. is the one that got a natural 20. Not convinced. I mean, he's the one. Uh, but everyone else failed. You hear, you immediately hear uh, a cacophony of conflicting voices coming from coming from the, fro- uh, the, the fog. It says, they killed Adagror. We can't hold them off. It says, it says, we should take payment, make the deal. And then you hear the voice of the uh, archmage who had cast the globe of invulnerability. And it says, it says, you would betray your oath to the sons of iron should you even entertain such a deal. And it says, are our, are our lives worth our, our oath? And, and someone else says, that's not what I signed up for. And uh, <laughs> the ones who are frightened, uh, who were who already frightened, who also uh, failed are uh, I'm going to extend their, their frightened to Mossimo as well and uh, you hear uh, you hear a voice boom out above the others that says uh, trying to think of the right price Gold? Just they want. throwing things out there, like can coin easily, right? But like protection from the suns if we betray them, so comes to mind. Mm. Um, like, like if someone pa- wants to pass it to another dwarven hold, or like you know, there's just all these community things where like if they if a dwarf is gonna leave a home, they need a home to go to, which comes to my mind, and I'm, I'm shouting that out just for your thoughts. Uh, well, hang on, then maybe maybe I missed part. of Massimo, were you talking about leaving homes? Massimo wants them, no, to name a price. price for us to pass through safely. Yes, I was confused about what your... your so, betraying the sons of iron doesn't seem to leave them in a space where they can be like, like, how, how will they get away with that if they let us go? And so it almost is like, by letting us go, they might be wanting to defect with us, is all I'm saying. Witness protection um, kind of thing, like... Sure, like we'll yeah. go, but let us come with you. Type of thing is what I'm. I, I'm just spitballing ideas. If you're looking for negotiation, more than or just money. Be entirely dollars and cents, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, you hear a voice boom out above the others. One of the more commanding voices uh, uh, amongst the uh, cacophony of voices. Although the archmages uh, was unmistakably against this. You hear him. It says. A hundred gold for each of ours slain. Damn. We've been good. That was just the one. Masmo looks at Mach and like shrugs. uh, And he says, you heard the price, Master Fu Hammer. And then he draws roaring iron. It makes a slight roaring noise. uh, And he is just ready for whoever comes through this 
fog or this cloud first and turn okay. over. Initiate. So, with yeah. Priest on deck. Oh, War Priest. How does how does Mock react to that? Mock immediately says, says, "Name your dead." Uh, I'm counting. One sec. Where where what they would have run through here? Because they would know who how many are in guarding your area. <laughs> does Mock say? Well, I'll be honest. I lost count. And uh, you hear the I voice. Just close to saying that. <laughs> you hear the uh, you hear the voice of the archmage uh, uh, kind of shouting out uh, against it and says, "We will make no such deal. What are you doing?" And the uh, the other voice, the voice of the war priest. I'll just say in the back, keep it easier to explain. Um, voice of the war priest says says, I counted a dozen dead just on our way here. We can assume that you, uh, that you slayed a dozen more in picking up uh, uh, in, uh, in when you rampaged through the what would they call that? The uh, the boar chamber. <laughs> through the so boar flattering. chamber. And killed Igror. So we'll call That's it two dozen. A favorable assumption for you. You talk like you have an army here and not a rabble of underworld thugs. We'll call it 2,000 and not a copper more. And you hear whispers, 2,000 gold. They'll agree to that. It says, Hawk is negotiating. I love it. it says, I was looking at the expenses chart for yes. a person to live an aristocratic lifestyle for meals and lodging for one year would be 1,460 gold. A, an aristocratic lifestyle <laughs> an aristocratic for one year. Highest Highest lifestyle category. Hey, hey, if y'all have seen a nice tale, a couple of these dwarves are about to change their stars. Um, You hear... uh, And one of them doesn't even want the money. You you hear a couple of, not just the voices of the initiates, you hear hear some voices that says, a wise... A wise strategist knows when to cut their losses. It says, we've lost this fight today. Igor is dead. The boar is dead. It says, it says, we have a chance to, uh, to come back stronger. Take the deal. And, uh, you hear there is continued bickering coming from in there as, uh, a couple of bolts still shoot out as the initiates take their, uh, turns. Uh, they fire yeah, they towards. They can't see us. So how does that affect Ooh. them? Uh, they, they, it's disadvantage. Ah, we are okay. shouting, so they have some idea of where mm-hmm. we are. Oh, yes. Wait, Sam, what What did we decide? We, we, <laughs> once again, you have disadvantage when attacking a target you can't see unless they also can't see you. No, no. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. So the thing is, right? you, granted, you granted, you gain advantage on an attack if your target can't see you. Is the rule is the rule as written, and then the right, attack on it, right. huh? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let him finish. Let him finish. He knows it really well. I want the next half. Okay. So the next says, unless you can't see them either. So it's you gain advantage on an attack roll if your enemy cannot see you. Ah, right, right, right. right. Unless you can't see them either is the tweak. That's the house rule we do because it avoids. It, it means that if this is rolled at disadvantage because they're blind, they they can't see. Yes, because otherwise we can't see them, they can't see us. And it nets out normally, which is weird. And we like it more that it's disadvantage if both people can't see each other. 
um, mm -hmm. is is the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, and Eric, we'll, Eric, we'll remember. I'll that have eventually. one of those. I'll have one of those, please. <laughs> so I'm just gonna roll these. Uh, these are coming at Massimo, who's uh, who's speaking here. A couple of longbow shots at you, Massimo. There's gonna be disadvantaged because they cannot see their target. Uh, here you go. There's a 12 and an 11 on those Takes two longbow shots. Takes both in his shield. Big yeah, it just comes out of the smoke, just thunk, thunk. Like, they know where you are, but that's about it. Machiel's, yeah. hey, 50 gold uh, per, per shaft. You're down to 1,900. Make up your minds and talk with yourselves. Stop shooting. No, keep <laughs> shooting right now. You know, I'm beginning to think they don't even want the money. Mock says they're spending it with every string of the bow. Every twang of the bow. And he uh, gives his hefty money bags a nice shake, and I'll be damned if every dwarf doesn't know that sound in their guts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just Don't count. So it, it's a it's a heavy bag of coin. Yes, he just picked up four hundred gold pieces, and just that alone, shaking it around, is gonna make the effect he wants. Well, there's the jingle jingle of the gold, and then a slightly different jingle jingle of the platinum. Unmistakably <laughs> different? I'd say not. It's just a little bit. It's a little bit more. High okay. Class. Okay. Um. Because that eighty platinum, that was like eight hundred. Yeah, it's like ten to one, right? I think so. Give me like. Okay. Okay. Uh. So. Is anyone yeah. else is is anyone else's uh, uh, character uh, likely to join in on the, the 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 convincing here? I want to make sure that everyone gets a chance to shine and trying to uh, mm -hmm. I see I know that Mock is, so I'm going to want to get a uh, a role from Mock, who's definitely uh, continuing with that. You're going more for intimidation, it feels like to me. So uh, Mock is actually not an intimidator. His, you have to say his skills and his mechanics have to align there. So like, if it's interpreted one way, that's fine. And it's definitely your decision of how it's interpreted. But Mach is a persuader. He's a very reasonable character. And hey, he is trying to negotiate. And he's here to do business. It's negotiation, he's a that's better. Intimidate, yeah, that's right. Intimidation is you are trying to uh, uh, escalate the situation, essentially. Not uh, always. Well, okay, forget what I said. Roll persuasion. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me just do skills. Baron recalls times when he did not help at um, persuasion. Can I? Uh, 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 Grumbar would like to aid. Well, if if Grumbar is uh, assisting in this, tell me what Grumbar's saying, and then and then uh, I want him to. Uh... Grumbar has bong. Grumbar has bongos. Grumbar begins Ooh, a, a slowly escalating <laughs> tempo. War drum. Uh, like the executioner's beat, like the dun, uh, dun, yes. Dun, uh, he, he's playing dun. specifically. Uh, there's a note. There's a there's a sound that increases in pitch. That sounds like it's oh, constantly geez. increasing. Um, it's, a, it's a. I know the name. I, I can't remember the name. Of it, but uh, yeah, oh, I yeah. forget the name myself. Um, uh, you, you can just say it. it's the Mario 64 Infinite Staircase. It's the Mario 64 Infinite Staircase. Grumbar is playing to increase tension to make the sound it is the jeopardy you're running out of time to answer the question that's awesome he's playing that that's fucking yeah. awesome 
then add an advantage uh, to that roll, Mock. I will roll again. Perfect. Uh, straight up. Thank you for the Jeopardy sound. There we go. Super good. I'll take the narrative. The, the, <laughs> I, I'd take a penalty my roll for that narrative. Beautiful. Uh, Strong overall, though. Uh, after Mock says this, you can hear the voices, the arguing. It's basically silenced down to two voices: the archmage and the uh, the archmage and the war priest. You hear the war priest say, "Say." You're worried about disappointing. Uh, you're worried about disappointing him. But what would you? Uh, what would you rather give him? Your uh, your cold corpse laying in this hallway, or two thousand gold to hire uh, uh, to recruit replacements and train them up? And the arch, uh, uh, arch. There's just silence for a beat. Is anyone? Is is everyone holding back on your side here? Yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Grumbar, who I assume Grumbar is keeping is... them rolling. The shepherd's tone is the. Uh... There's a, uh, anyway. a third voice from the priest that says, They bested Igror. He says, And the boar. He says, And if they came that way, they probably got. Uh, uh, they probably got Garten too. He says, We can't hold them back if that's the case. He says, Wait. We did get Garten, right? Yeah, yeah right. we did I get Garten. And we hear them yeah, say, yeah, you can hear, hear them say that someone needs to say we got Garten. And it's, it's oh, yeah. Belva, Belva absolutely. Thank you, Belva. Throws, a, throws in there. Oh, yeah. B- Burn did too. <laughs> he did. They all did. Actually, you should he point did. out that Igor was the one who killed Garten. Nope. Not going to mention that. <laughs> I'm not going to mention that. That's going to give Archmage ideas. All I said was... <laughs> Archmage is, we can do that? Yeah. Wait a minute, like, we yeah. can kill Actually, people that we it was Igor who killed the other guy because he was considering negotiating with us. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why Baron is like, I shouldn't say anything. No, <laughs> shouldn't say anything. Honesty is not the best policy. Like, right here. I'm going to participate because I think things will go better if I don't. <laughs> he he has many other good qualities. Never letting him forget about the caravan. Uh, you hear the voice of the archmage say, uh, "Treason's the wrong word." What would you say if you're if you're going against your like your gang? Betra- this is betrayal. 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 Betrayal is the right word. word. Well, just treason is is a cool word, and so is mutiny. But neither one of them work here, and I want to use both (laughs) of them. Sedition is conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of, like, a state or, like, a monarch, right? So, like... Yeah, those are strictly political, right? That's not... They're not a state here. Traitor. It's true. It's a traitor. It's what it is. Traitorous. Betrayal betrayal is just a general term. Traitorous. Traitorous. Treachery is good too, though. It, it's low That's level. It's, 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 it's humble. <clears throat> Sedition is so. Betrayal! Fun. Treachery! Says the Archmage as he runs away from this. Oh, damn. Area. He's running away. I'm gonna tell! 
Mom, says, they're trying to do a betrayal. He says, the sons of iron will know of this betrayal. Um, and then the war priest's voice cuts through the fog and says, 2,000 gold. And you uh, walk out of here. Ha! Firing during negotiations, 1,900. And you know it. And it's all right here if you drop your weapons and walk into the fog. Your lives, your gold, and we're done. You really push fire during negotiations. These are dwarves. They know better than that. <laughs> You're really pushing, uh, pushing this guy back. Yeah, in front, in front of his uh, soldiers, have him make him look weak. Just take it out of the soldiers. And if he wants to fight with his wizard running the other way down the hallway, which Mock heard, he's more than welcome <laughs> to reopen the battle. Mock, Mock, Mock saw further. Um. Like, Mock didn't lie. He's been straight up with these guys, and he is not a businessman to be traveled with. Uh, he says, swear it on Moradin. I'll swear it on Moradin, as will a cleric of Moradin beside me. Wait, I, Baron Balder, cleric of Moradin, say that if you let us go free, we will give you your coin and no harm shall come to you. You hear? Lower your weapons. Let them through. And they just hear a heavy sack of money falling on the empty stone tunnel floor. Mock pays it. 1900. Uh, the gold price. It says, you two, count it. And uh, you hear two guards, not like immediately eagerly charging forward to go do it, but like a hesitation, like, I have to count it? Um, and Will you count it. Uh, count but two of the guards move through the fog here. Whoop, whoop. Oh, hi, guys. Oh, you can see through the fog. I didn't make it an actual blocker, right? Of course. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I was thinking the whole it's time that you guys couldn't see in there. It's going to be a pain if we to set that each time. Well, also remember, you can perceive them, so we don't actually want it to block it. Uh, that's a good point. Um, so two guards come forward to, uh, to get the coinage and... Uh, Put their shields down and uh, begin to count. How, are you all? You're all moving through swiftly. What's yeah. the plan here? Yeah. Yeah. While they're counting, yeah. I would like. Baron calls out. Rob, get your ass back here! Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I would like to offer a compel. I have mm. seen the bloodlust and desire for vengeance in Aurora climb. I'm not saying, Greg, you should play the character anyway, but if there was at least some inner battle on Aurora trying to rein in her desire to kill these guys who kidnapped and literally murdered her father, I'm just um, saying. I like, I like what you're going for. My thought, my immediate thought is Aurora um, has already um, done exactly that multiple times and, you know, put the party at some amount of risk in doing that in the previous fight demonstrated uh, demonstrated that and right now she's got a father to protect to get out That's of here true. to survive 
Okay, um, that's better. I that's, think that's, is the uh, more dominating. The more dominating desire from her is keep her father safe, uh, and escalating into more bloodshed is is putting him in danger. I think it's too too far from point. that. Uh, to if if he was still but, dead, I could see that going. Oh, if he was if he was still dead, I would say absolutely. Aurora's like. We're not paying like, them. <laughs> yeah, we're not leaving until they're all dead. And yeah, if yeah. we happen to survive that, then we'll just leave. Uh, I respect the compel, though, and okay. invite it uh, whenever okay. it, it, you know, whenever you you think of it. Always good, especially for you know our NPC party members, which uh, can easily not get enough proper narrative focus um, when we don't no, think about it. That's a good it. point. I like that. I like that. I I. I think it's a more accurate narrative so cool um all right you hear rob uh as in response to baron rob's running down the hallway and says oi there's some sort of wizard coming the other way <laughs> <laughs> mock laughs and thinks about the hundred gold that wizard saved him um and uh yeah as you pass through the fog quickly the uh the war priest and priest stand over here off to the right go ahead and move your characters all over here he's he's going to get out of grumbar's way har har um and uh they block uh they block the path and says until the count is right ooh mark says better not hey. yeah he says mark says i and negotiations are closed and kind of like gestures down the pipe where he still hears people closing in the distance. You said, Greg, he still hears other activity happening. Yes, yes, there is. There's, I mean, there's a flurry of activity in this stronghold um, as, you know, the alarm has been sounded and different people oh, are man. mobilizing. But, you know, this is an assault on their facility and they're not, they're clearly not expecting yeah, such a thing not so, everyone knows where this is coming from necessarily they so don't know where the enemies out, like, are like yeah there's there's scram is scrambling right you know if people some people are sleeping like people are trying to grab gear so while the while the response to your assault is is very active and happening it's far from you know a tight organized response and so you're hearing that flurry and you know that danger is there but uh but you're safe for the moment. Um, as the count is right, Belva, um, don't forget to uh, join the group up there. Oh, we're moving ourselves? Yeah, uh, oh. yeah. in this case. And we're walking. <laughs> we're walking. <laughs> and uh, after... You know, after a good... Uh, uh, after a good minute of tents standing there and the priests with their uh with the uh holding holding their ever burning uh flame in their hands staring at each of you as they are looking uh looking at each of you you're getting also the the sense on these priests faces as they size each of you up you know in a, in a moment to actually consider this that this you get the feeling of more and more confidence uh washing over their faces not confidence in uh, facing you, confidence in the right decision being made in this case, as okay. uh, as they are I'm taking nervous. the full measure of the uh, of the assaulting force that they see before them, and uh, here it says, "It's right enough." Through the fog, Good and the priest answer. steps aside, 
and awesome. um, says, "You have chosen life, and that is a good choice." Then he sees his friend, the striker, up ahead. Oh yeah, he just didn't take him off. But that is where he went. Belva's still tracking him. He went down this corridor. I found him, guys. He's right over there. Uh, the priests let you pass. Whew. Jeez. Dance awkwardly. <laughs> hey, do you remember? It's a trap! Do you remember this is the uh, this is the hallway that we set up when we first loaded up Foundry just to test things out? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh jeez! This is this is where it was, and if you guys had gone in through the river side, you would have started here. Uh, but you went yeah. through the croc. You went through the croc pond. Well, we didn't go through what we called the croc pond. <laughs> we that, went through a sewer grate. We went through a sewer grate that ended up being a croc pond. <laughs> you didn't even see the crocodile. You were just told later that there's oh, a crocodile. It's even worse that way. <laughs> If we had killed it, we'd be less scared of it. You came through there? That place is teeming with crocodiles. Are you oh, insane? Crocodile. You came through the croc pond? <laughs> a goddamn sign. We had to wall that what that was an entrance. We had to wall that off just to make sure no one could go there. If they had put a sign up on the outside that said crocodile Warning, pond, we probably would have chosen a different one. If Greg had said, do you want to go in through the river entrance or the crocodile pond? Come on. Like. Um... Daylight. Come. Uh, daylight is what you see as you uh, walk further down this sewer corridor. And uh, a couple couple bends in the uh, path, but not very far, as you then emerge through a service entrance uh of the sewers that is right at the like base of the the base of the river that goes through Silvery Moon. You know, like at the river. I'm trying to think of the words. At the same altitude as the river itself, zero feet above sea level is where you come out. In the bank of the river. Thank you, the bank. <laughs> God damn it. The shore? The river wouldn't Shore, be bank. Zero. So many words I could have used. The beach, <laughs> even level. in a stretch. The river won't flow the to the ocean if it's zero altitude. When you're adjacent to the river and you're at, like, water level. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I was trying to say. Surely yeah, there must water. be a word for this. When you're adjacent to the river and you feel something quiver, diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> when you're adjacent to the river. <laughs> if I could have played that video to your students, Kevin, I would have paid $1,900 to do so. All right. I'm so terrified every day. <laughs> this ragtag group of adventurers having just emerged from the sewers into Silvery Moon. In fact... Silvery Moon. Put you on the Silvery Moon map here. get out. A little less interesting. He's putting this on the map. map. I'm going to end the... Uh, let's end that encounter. Oh, wait. I have to go back to the sewers to end the encounter. Grumbar puts his... One of his turtle paws on Mock's shoulder and goes... <sighs> Okay, now it's a bore again. Now it's a bore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Mock lass is like, and I don't fancy the, the poor souls who have to tame it and get it back in this cage. 
I, I imagine we'd be paying a bit more to those those back in the caves if, if we waited ourselves another few minutes. Lightly mocking their their death and the murders that they've just recently, death, yeah. you know, leveraged on the Sons of Iron, you know. Soldiers humor. Belvis into it. Yeah. All right. You are covered in blood. Sewer water. Sweat. Yikor. Fluids. Many, many various fluids. Uh, Barvik. Barvik runs over to the river and just, uh, uh, just leans over and vomits into the river Ooh. as, uh, he looks back and says, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have come for me. You'd rather be dead? He says, you could all have been killed. You could all have been killed. Partners, Barvik. You know there is no chance of us leaving you there. Not to mention your daughter. What you left in our care not too long ago. What what would I be what would we be telling her? Eh. Better better that he dies underground. You'll get over it. Ha. Don't be a fool. Good to have you back. And we're not strangers to this type of work besides. He says, Well Thank you. You're part of the family, Barvik. And then he uh, he gives Aurora a big hug and says, "Thank you." And uh, he says, "Well, with all the talk of partners and responsibilities, could I ask you another favor?" Um. He says. I lifted my pocket watch down in the sewer. <laughs> says, I a could big use rat some... ran off of it. Could you find it for me? I could use some help moving. He says, he says, we, I'm not joking, actually. We can't, uh, he says, my family can't stay here. Not after that. That's why. He says, the Sons of Anarchy, uh, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta get out of here. The Sons of Iron and the Sons of Anarchy are after me. I'm in trouble. We had a lot of enemies since you were last year. Clay Morrow, he's a murderer. He's insane. <laughs> I think I can get through to Jax, but Clay, he's just unhinged. Um, uh, God, what a terrible show that became. Um, yeah. The, so good for a while. I got, I got off at the right time, I think. I you just, did? Yeah. So uh, did. I, I got off two seasons too late. Yeah. <laughs> once, I, once the Irish stuff... Sorry. I, I don't want to do this, this now. No, Let's we don't need it. D&D, We're giving it too I much credit more. to even talk about it during our D&D time. Um, so, uh, Barvik says, says, the Sons of Iron... They'll come back for retaliation. For sure. My family's not safe. Says, I need to return to a hold. Which hold do you have in mind? He looks and he says, where are you headed? Well, there's, there's two choices that come to mind. One is east, the other west. We've, uh, we've business in Waterdeep. And for that... I came to seek you personally. Uh, additionally, we're, we'll be passing through Mithro Hall, the hold of me cousin here, Bairn, where they might look well after you. Though, 
from our business just now. I'm concerned about the reputation we have on the entire Sword Coast. And if that be a concern of yours as well, we might have a have a split with you with with close companions. Ones you've met. Scrim, Oil, Berja, and Nazarari's like trusted companions. Far east, far east. Away from these suns, away from the politics of the north. Aye, away from the Sword Coast. If you're thinking of taking them that far. It's a good place. Mock knows Barvik as a... Uh, as many things. An accomplished gem cutter. An accomplished businessman. A soldier. A soldier. But... Uh, most of all, pragmatic. Barvik is... Barvik is one who... He doesn't waste time with people coming into a shop that he knows aren't going to be buying. He has no patience for, uh, for, for wasting time there. He knows, he knows a good deal when he sees one, and he doesn't hesitate to take it. Um, he says, Well, if, if you'd have me, and if, the, uh, and if I can pay your, uh, pay your price, he says, I'd like to... I'd like to travel with you for a while. And I'll discuss with my family so we make a final decision about where, we're, uh, where we can settle down. But such an activity... Um, he says, I'll need to pack up my business. I can't leave it all behind. We can't start over. Aye. How much family you have that's coming with us? Really, be help- you need help moving then, is it? He says... I would, if you could help me pack up and move my furniture. <laughs> I know we, <laughs> we've only met a couple times. I know we're partners and I know that's very close for the dwarves, but uh, really, it's a bit early now. <laughs> if it were better, I'd hire professionals if I had more time, but I fear that time is of the essence. To so back you up and then take you to the airport, is it? <laughs> And then drive the plane. Could you? Maybe house fit my cats. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we part ways. <laughs> Mark, I've, I've sent you a friend request on LinkedIn. So if you could just. <laughs> Barak, of course you must travel with us. If you, if you were to make off, our whole purpose for coming home would be, uh, would be undermined. For I, I need your expertise in a... Uh, a masterpiece labor that I'd ask help from no other dwarf that I know. Join us. Perhaps we can, with the materials that I've gathered from all corners of this continent, and perhaps some of the unique uh, tools and facilities at, at, at Mithra Hall, we might truly make something majestic. I only hope that our connections there might buy us some time for you to think and for us to craft. And he looks to Baron, you know, who, who now maybe is taking center stage here at the next short chapter in their journey. If if it's true that going to Mithril Hall even is a good idea at this point. Yeah, not thinking about that warrant notice you saw, about pros and cons of that. Well, we'll get him packed up and on the balloon. 
Because I would be honored to help you with this uh, task. No, with this uh, yeah. with this task. Or I'd be honored to help you with this uh, with this task. <laughs> Perhaps we can begin. I can begin to repay my debt to you through it. He says, "I've been looking forward to this." On our journey here, let me tell you more. Samo, as they're kind of walking back, turns to Mock and says, uh, Master Hawk, did I hear you are going? Sorry, uh, you had told me before you were heading back to Waterdeep. Is that still true? Most assuredly, Mossamo. Our path... Our immediate next stop is uncertain. We're starting... You, you're learning as much as us. What forces may be uh, after us. And uh, I must say, after that wee scrap there, I may be leaning more on you than I thought to, to complete this journey. But it's true. Uh, as, I, as I'm a, a dwarf living today, we'll be heading to Waterdeep. I would like to see Waterdeep again. Visit my parents. Perhaps my debt to you is not fully paid yet, he says, kind of giving a smile, big toothy grin. Says, ah, uh, well, ah, uh, please stay with us longer. I'd prefer it. And Good. I hope it doesn't cost me 2,000 gold before the end of it. More hands for packing. Barvik says. Barvik has his gruff exterior has already uh, has already returned and says, "Come on, let's go." As uh, he steps into his shop, as you guys were talking uh, on your way there, and uh, calls for his uh, calls for his lovely wife and his uh, other daughter, um, who is named i can't remember her name we have we're, we're, we're packing up we're getting blood on everything <laughs> hell nah sewer hell water nah. wait wait did does he have a wife there i don't think a mother slash wife was involved in the picture to my knowledge <laughs> he's gotten married Man, since a lot of dead dwarven wives in this campaign i yeah yeah he's she's she's not dead i can't remember why she there was some reason that she wasn't They're divorced uh, oh God, she was having remember. an affair that was it <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Anyway, he's getting his family. He's getting his family and packing up all that glitters. It's a hard. It's a hard evening. Uh, it's a hard evening's work to uh, to pack up a whole shop. Uh, but many hands make quick work. And uh, and before the night is done, age coach driver who just wanted to give us a ride on his Uber, who we forced to carry a shotgun and take us. We also made him help too. <laughs> that is, uh, that's our unseen servant when Drewston is not here. We just don't look at him. <laughs> we don't look him in the eye. Well, no, he, he would need like if we're doing it now. He he didn't sleep that night, so there's a concept call on the uh, the reliquary employees mm. <laughs> of Tristan yeah. Green Emporium or whatever. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Your one-night stand out this there? Wasn't, yeah. This wasn't Erky Tim. Gary. Gary O'Fern. Gary O'Fern. <sighs> oh, man. That would be an awesome just aside to hear how that's going. Well, another time on that one, Tristan is uh, quite noticeably uh, wanted 
and uh <laughs> noticeably there was uh, also not dropping into Balanos while we were here any updates on the balloon or something? Is that the right name? Balanos? Am I forgetting Balanos that? is the name. Um, During packing, Bal uh, Grumbar would definitely... Uh, his turtle paws don't really help with packing. I can't manipulate such things as boxes. As, as so he claims. As so he claims. Uh, Grumbar just he... drops a box of like glasses. He goes, <laughs> turtle hands. See you turtle guys. hands, what you gonna do? Uh, All right. Grumbar would definitely take a, take a detour over to Balanos. Uh, during the the packing in the evening and the and overnight, as as the packing up of um, of all that glitters is underway, with everyone working rapidly, loading up essentially like big saddlebags, like just huge saddlebags, like hooking them onto the side of the cart that you have, like not in the cart. There's too much stuff, but like just hooking on like essentially big like barrels or huge sacks like clicking around it so it's just spilling out over the sides of this thing weighing down the wheels in fact it's at one point uh mock has to help the uh the stagecoach driver in repairing and reinforce doing so just like quick makeshift reinforcement of the wheels and axle which was starting to starting pin, to man. crack under the uh who would make a cotter pin out of such poor quality materials it's like the whole thing's useless you gotta use some better steel for that if baron recommends some of the more bulky items may need to be if there's someone who you can get a rapid turnaround of some percentage of the price for maybe do that or you know trusted friends or business partners you can send a note say hey i'm leaving town in a rush feel free to have at this stuff before you know someone comes and salvages it uh the it it's a it's a the idea is is harshly rebuffed when baron mentions it uh and then and then uh uh about an hour later, someone shows up at this place. Uh, some of you guys hadn't met, and, Bar and Barvik is just talking to him and says, "Yeah, I have to. Uh, we're going to be uh, moving on from this place." And I uh, uh, says, "You're my most trusted, um, my most trusted confidant uh, here on Silvery Moon." He says business contact. As I think Bus it's very business contact. Term. There we go. My most trusted business contact. I'd like to trust uh, uh, some of this stock to you. It says, turn it as you can. Do what you will. I trust you. I'll send word eventually. It says, you keep half. <laughs> Good. And wow. um, you did bring him back to life. Seems fair. No, no, I don't keep half. I think the business guy keeps half. Oh, the yeah. Hacking takes <laughs> like half of me. <laughs> the packing tates most of the night and we will continue next week from there this is a good point to stop it uh, as we are just about to cross the threshold into the next chapter of our journey here sweet bravo to Kevin on, and Caitlin nice. for turning oh, that away yeah. from Massacre I was like a hammer that was starting to look at everything like a nail and I really loved that that negotiation that was great that the was social, fun. thrown social when we're already in combat when we're already in aggressive uh, yeah huge yeah My I agree I echo that respect was to cast enlarge on mock which would have turned him into a large Ooh. creature and just push him forward <laughs> 
So he'd be a large creature with reach on his blade. Just oh, to, to mock boulder. The mock boulder. <laughs> I, uh, pretty amazing. I that that would have been great, my, too. Let's keep that in the pocket, here. right? For when it's more oh, yeah. time next. I would have loved to throw uh, Enthrall in there somewhere, but it's a little bit more about distracting. I can't.